Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1074, air date June 17, 2022. Welcome, everyone. Uh, good evening. It's Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I hope everyone is getting ready for your weekend. And uh, today we're going to be having a very interesting discussion on a very important vegetable, which many of you uh, know about, and it's called kale. Let me see if I have added one other uh, group, which I didn't add. One second. Let me also save changes here. Good. Um, so um, we're going to be talking about kale and cardiovascular health, but we're also going to be talking about much more uh, about this important uh, vegetable. Many of you know kale is a very nutrient-dense vegetable, and we're going to be talking about kale. But one of the things I want to start doing is nothing is positive or negative alone. There's no pro and anti here. So I've been focusing on the benefits of many of the vegetables or fruits I've covered, but I also want to give a systems view that we're also going to talk about how even a very uh, nutritious uh, food like kale also may have some potential concerns and problems with kale and how the goal is about getting the right medicine for the right person at the right time and same with food. Um, before we do that, I, I have a bunch of people signing in. We have California, uh, Alaska, good to have you. Good morning from India, very nice to have you, Gautam Vignesh. Uh, we have, uh, uh, let's see, this is uh, Hiroshi, uh, joining us, and we have Brooklyn. Uh, someone said baked kale chips. Someone says I like dinosaur kale. All right, baked kale. Uh, some someone saying health is under attack in many countries. Brisbane here. Uh, good to have you. But anyway, we're going to take this uh, systems approach to really understand kale, and I think you're going to like this. So it's very similar to the other presentations I've done, but I'm going to go a little bit deeper to also talking about some of the potential quote unquote side effects of kale for certain people. And then in that context, I'm gonna also share with you um, how you can actually use a tool called Your Body, Your System, which is part of our systems, Foundations of Systems program to really understand uh, if kale is right for you, you know? And ultimately you'll find out that everything comes down to dosaging. Dosaging, which means how much you eat. You can eat, you know, too much of even a good thing and how that can uh, hurt uh, people. Okay. So I'm going to talk about that. So you get a whole systems view about kale. All right. And many of you know that the approach that we take here is we take a systems approach and that systems approach means that, um, if you go to vashiva.com, the entire website that we've created is to really educate all of you to take a systems approach. Uh, we have someone from, uh, okay. Uh, Monson, Massachusetts. Good to have you. Uh, Ireland, nice to have you. Uh, who else? Uh, North Carolina. Uh, Mulai Kiro from Tamil. Okay, Tamil Nadu. We have Garner uh, Dory from Garner, North Carolina. Very, very nice to have you. So what we're going to do is, if you go to vashiva.com, it's really becoming an educational institute for taking the systems approach to all different aspects of your life. So I want you to encourage you to go there. 
And also, if you go to vashiva.com slash join or truthfreedomhealth.com, you will get exposed to the Foundations of Systems course. Um, we live in a world of complex systems. Um, it, and even food, even something like kale, all of these are complex systems. And it's important to understand there's no pro and anti in this. It's about finding out when something is good for the right time under the right conditions. And system science really teaches you that. So it takes you out of the rubric of left and right, pro and anti. So I encourage all of you to go there and start your journey to uh, Foundations of Systems. This weekend, by the way, tomorrow, we're doing a Truth, Freedom, and Health Summit. That's tomorrow. Um, for, and it starts, I believe, at 11 a.m. tomorrow, EST. We're going to be talking. It's a special summit for our Truth, Freedom, and Health Warrior Scholars. And if you join as a Warrior Scholar, um, you can get access to the summit we're doing. But the important thing we're going to talk about there is antiviral medicines from nature. So keep an eye out for that. And um, so I encourage you, that's tomorrow at 11 a.m. EST. We're going to do a long summit on antiviral medicines from nature uh, to essentially counter the monopoly that Big Pharma says that you can only take synthetic drugs for this. So I want uh, you guys to be open to that. Um, we take this approach when I talk about kale, we take a approach where we're going to discuss the science, the truth. We're going to discuss the attack on science or the attack on freedom. And then what are, from a health standpoint, uh, looking at kale, the positive things is also the potentially negative things, right? So that's the approach that we're going to take in this presentation. And to those of you who are interested in taking the systems approach, we have the book uh, the best-selling book, System and Revolution, available for everyone. It, it'll really be your journey. I recommend you guys get this book. We've made it. We used to charge. You can get it on Amazon for 20 bucks. But if you order, um, uh, if you go on vashiva.com slash join, it's absolutely free. And you just have to cover shipping and handling. So please take advantage of that. By the way, can everyone hear us? Someone's saying they can't hear us. Uh, Lori Turner saying I can't hear anything. Everyone can hear us. Just checking in. Oh, this sounds good. Okay, good. So please, uh, if you go to vashiva.com slash join, you can also get access to the book. And um, those of you who are interested in connecting with me face-to-face -face every Thursdays at 11 a.m. Um, uh, 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I do an orientation. You can go to vashiva.com slash orientation. Let me put up that. I'll put up the banner on that. Those, got, uh, those of you who are interested in doing that, please go to vashiva.com slash orientation and you can um, connect with me. We actually will go over all the different capabilities we have in the movement that we're building, okay? Um, today, as we go through this, we're gonna really cover um, the cardiovascular system. We're gonna cover both the biological functions and health benefits of kale. We're gonna look at how the big pharma and unfortunately medical doctors do not learn any nutrition and therefore um, they essentially present that the only way to take care of your health that diet and nutrition really don't have a lot of effect that the only way to take care of it and we're going to look at the solutions that they offer um, as an alternative but what you'll find out is medical doctors are discouraged from talking to you about nutrition it's unfortunate and then finally we're going to look at kale, the mechanisms of action, the clinical evidence. But today's series, we're also going to look at how kale can affect you, not only beneficially, but also you have to be careful. For for example, people have 
let's say kidney stones or people have thyroid issues, eating too much of a good thing can actually uh, not be beneficial. So we're gonna take the systems approach to doing that. Um, before I start, I always like to play the systems video, which inspires people, those of you who are new, but it'll really give you my journey across East and West to coming to this systems approach that we take. And then we're gonna jump right into kale. Welcome to VA Shiva. VA Shiva is a product of my journey across East and West, science and tradition, ancient and modern, that brings you the science of systems so you can become a force for truth, freedom, health. VA Shiva is a platform of revolutionary education, community building, and weaponry for unleashing local activism. My journey to VA Shiva begins in the chaos of Bombay, where I experienced diverse religions, languages, castes, and in a small village that had no running water, no electricity, where my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practiced Siddha, an ancient system of Indian medicine over 10,000 years old. She observed one's face, the art of Samudrika Lakshanam, to understand a body's unique constitution, allowing her to deliver the right medicine for the right person at the right time. Watching my grandmother heal others, I was inspired to study medicine, but I was also aware of the corrupt caste system of India, which denigrated a human being, where my family were considered low caste untouchables, where one's birth determined one's destiny. The grit and determination of my mother and father led them to get educated and to come to America, a one in a trillion event. Their actions inspired me to work hard and excel. While in ninth grade, I attended New York University in a computer science program, and subsequently at the age of 14, was given a full-time job as a research fellow at what is now known as Rutgers Medical School in the heart of Newark, New Jersey. There I investigated the system of sleep using mathematics, computer science, and biology for sudden infant death syndrome. It was there in Newark where I invented email when I was the first to convert every feature of the physical, paper-based inner office mail system, including inbox, outbox, memo, carbon copy, blind carbon copy, attachments, into its electronic equivalent a system which I named email, a term that I was the first to coin. On August 30th, 1982, I was awarded the first U.S. copyright for the invention of this system, recognizing me as the inventor of email. At that time, copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I went on to MIT where I earned four degrees across multiple systems of engineering, electrical, mechanical, design, biological. That training led me to invent many other systems for advancing humankind. Echomail, the world's first intelligent email management system. Cytosol, a computational biology system for eliminating animal testing to discover new medicines faster, cheaper, and safer. And to the creation of a whole systems methodology for certifying clean food. These innovations led me back on a Fulbright to India, where I discovered the missing link between Eastern medicine and Western systems theory honoring my grandmother to develop your body your system a powerful tool that will help you understand how your body is a system and how the inputs of food supplements and exercise bring your body back to its natural system state and systems health an integrative educational discipline that is now integrated into the VA Shiva platform that will enable you to learn the science of systems the science of everything be it your body as a system or our society and politics as a system to reveal the foundational interrelationships between truth, freedom, health. Now is the time for you to be the light, learn the science of systems, build community and weaponize yourself to unleash the activism 
necessary to deliver truth, freedom, health in your local community. Welcome to VA Shiva. Right. So as the video said, you know, one of the key things that we want to support people in is learning how to think, not what to think. The educational system is far too focused on um, just telling people this is what you should think, think but not how to think. And the, and the knowledge of systems will teach you a way of how to think. Right. So you start getting tools and how to really start looking at the complexity of the world without um throwing anything away, but understanding the complexity, but actually being able to make sense of it. And that's the really the science of systems. And so when we apply the science of systems, when we look at even something like the cardiovascular system and kale, we don't just take a singular view. We first of all are going to look at the science. Then we're going to look at the attack on freedom, which stops that science from coming out, what, what I'm going to share with you today. And then how when you're actually able to look at the science holistically, you actually can really figure out the positive as well as the potential negative benefits of even a nutrient such as kale. So we want to look at things holistically, okay? So let's look at this. So first of all, we're going to first look at the cardiovascular system. So how your heart works. So let's talk about that. There are three subsystems on how your heart works, and it's always good to review this. Um, those of you who've heard this before, it's going to be a review for you, but let's really go look at these three subsystems, okay? First of all, the heart is composed of the heart, the physical heart here. It has a blood vessels, which are known as a vasculature. And then the blood, the stuff that the heart pumps and that goes through these blood vessels. Okay. And we're going to walk through this carefully. But what you'll see is that the cardiovascular system actually is composed of these three subsystems, heart, blood vessels, and blood. Now, the heart is a powerful muscle. It's right in the center here, which is responsible for pumping the blood, um, the good blood, the good blood, meaning the oxygenated blood it receives from the lungs, which comes into the left atrium and then, then is pumped um, from the, um, uh, the, the right atrium right here. I'm sorry, sorry. The left atrium and then is published, uh, pumped from the, the left ventricle. The ventricle is a bigger part here. And then all this uh, oxygenated blood gets pumped throughout um, your body, but it's done through this vessel here, which is called, and you're going to learn this shortly, this is called the arteries. And these arteries through all the capillaries oxygenate your blood. And as your, um, sorry, your body, as your body consumes as oxygenated blood, it becomes deoxygenated, which gets pumped back to your heart through what is known as the right atrium, which then pumps it down to the right ventricle, which then sends it up to the lungs, the deoxygenated blood, which gets oxygenated and the process continues and so on. Okay. So this is called the circulatory system, but all of this blood is carried through different blood vessels, which we're going to go deeper into. But what is blood? Blood is not just the red stuff, which is a red blood cells, which carries oxygen, but blood also includes the white blood cells. Okay. Which carries um, very important white blood cells which support your immune system so just be uh, cognizant that your heart is pumping all that red stuff which you see is the red stuff that you see in you know when you get cut or something that's the red blood cells but it also is pumping important white blood cells which are the things 
the immune cells, which support your entire immune system. So heart health is important for immune system function plus your circulatory system, all right? So let's get into a little bit detailed looking at the blood vessels, okay? The blood vessels are composed of three, really three, you know, major uh, systems. The arteries, which is in red here, which is carrying all the good oxygenated bloods to the next set of sort of, um, uh, uh, you know, branches called the arterioles, which then send all this oxygenated blood through capillaries. And capillaries are where the uh, blood uh, exchange take place. So the oxygen. So this, you're, you're exchanging all the great oxygen into your uh, and nutrients, right, to your cells, which is over here. And then the cells uh, are putting in their waste and their carbon dioxide, which it comes back through the capillaries into the venules, and then it goes into the veins. So what are the arteries? Well, first of all, the arteries are the large blood vessels that carry oxygenated blood away from the heart, right? So they're bringing it from the heart, oxygenated. The veins are the large blood vessels that carry deoxygenated blood to the heart, right? Because the heart isn't going to pump it to the lungs and they're going to get oxygenated. But the capillaries are all these fine, small blood vessels that deliver nutrients, okay, to the cells, but they also are the ones that take away the waste and the carbon dioxide, okay? So the capillaries, as you're going to learn very soon, are extremely important. So when we start looking at a nutrient like kale, how does it actually influence the capillaries? And the capillaries you're gonna find are made up of a fine set of uh, cells called endothelial cells. And I encourage everyone, you wanna write that down endothelial because you're gonna realize how important endothelial function is uh, for your existence and for heart health. So if you look at here, now we're getting a little bit of a, a zoomed in view, but the arteries, the veins and the capillaries are all consist of the tunica intima, okay? And that's the inner walls, okay, of the veins, the inner walls of the arteries. And in fact, the tunica intima is the only thing that the capillaries have, okay? And that's the inner layer and it's consisting of endothelial lining. So the lining of the veins, the lining of the arteries and the lining of the capillaries are made up of endothelial cells. Okay, so it's, it's if you walked into sort of your kitchen or your bathroom and the tiles, think about those tiles, each as an endothelial cell, and that's sort of the covering, and your veins are made up of that, the arteries are made up of that, and capillaries, okay? The capillaries, however, do not have the tunica media or the adventia. So what is a tunica media? Well, that's a middle layer, okay? So you have the endothelial, which is makes up the tunica intima, but the tunica media, middle, is what the arteries have and the veins have, but you notice the tunica media in the heart is much thicker, okay? And the, in the tunica uh, media in the veins are much thinner, relatively. And then finally, the adventia, which is the outer layer, okay? Again, the capillaries don't have the outer layer, but which provides structural support, okay? So you have the structural support here, in the tunica adventia, it's loose fibrous connective tissue, and you also have it here in the arteries, all right? So you just got a quick lesson in the blood vessels. I'm sorry, I didn't display the diagram, but you'll see it right here. So you have the inner piece, which is a tunica intima, which is composed of endothelial cells, the middle, much thicker in the arteries, called the tunica media, much thinner in the veins, and then the outer is, uh, whether it's veins or arteries, is the adventia, okay? So you can just look at that, because I didn't Put that up for you, okay? So that is a vasculature that your cardiovascular system has.
Now, um, we want to start doing, so now that you have a scientific understanding, systems understanding of the cardiovascular system, we wanted to now start looking at how kale affected the cardiovascular system. Now, think about what we're saying, and we want to take a scientific systems approach. Well, there's a lot of science that's been done on kale. And so, so in order to do that, we use a very powerful technology that I created out of my work at MIT called Cytosolve, which allows us to integrate the current research. So Cytosolve helps us analyze kale using Cytosolve. Um, I'm sorry, we can analyze kale using Cytosolve and allows us to integrate the current research. So what is that current research? So if you were to look all over the world as of today, how much research has been done on kale, Look at this, there's over 23,000 research articles to be precise, 23,647 articles done on kale. Quite amazing. In fact, there's been over close to 400 clinical trials, which means they've tested kale on human beings in 387 clinical trials. And for 118 years, kale has been researched, okay? Jason says, I, I love kale, there he is. And uh, uh, Deborah says kale is easy to plant and grow. Definitely, I, we grow it in our garden uh, pretty much every year, okay? Very easy to grow. So what you're seeing here is that there's a lot of research done on kale. So for this work that I'm going to share with you, by the way, which is done by the Cytosol Open Science Institute, which all of you were thankful for your contributions, uh, which help us do this research and do these videos. It's a lot of work. Um, but... We have analyzed, you know, this work relative to the cardiovascular system. How do we do that? Well, um, Cytosolve allows us to take all of this research, identify the relevant articles relative to cardiovascular systems, identify the molecular pathways, and then figure out um, which of the components in kale, which we're going to share with you today, that kale is composed of different molecular compounds, affect the molecular pathways of cardiovascular system. You'll see a lot of videos on the internet talking about kale is good, you know, the health benefits of kale, let me juice some kale, but they don't tell you why. And this is not good because this is where the new age people or the quote unquote health people leave themselves open to criticism because they don't provide you the reasons. With Cytosol, we're able to understand why. And Cytosol is really this very powerful technology which allows you to do complex analysis. And all over the world, we've had many, many universities use Cytosolve. For the last 16 years, uh, the largest companies are really interested in really understanding combinations, how food affects health have been use using it. So I just wanna play, play a quick video on what is Cytosolve. Who would have ever thought someone like me would invent email and create Cytosolve to revolutionize health for personalized and precision medicine, a system for delivering the right medicine for the right person at the right time. I was born a low-caste untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression, and racism. As a child, I observed my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practice Siddha, India's oldest system of medicine, to heal local villagers by observing their face, to know their unique constitution, to deliver a unique combination of foods, 
healing herbs and massage. The caste system and her abilities to heal inspired me to understand the interconnectedness of all life. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright scholar, a scientist, technologist, and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. As a 14-year-old, I began working as a full-time research fellow at Rutgers Medical School to unravel the mysteries of sudden infant death syndrome, SIDS, and created the world's first email system long before I ever heard of MIT. As I traverse academia over the next three decades, I observe self-serving academics, never solving real problems, writing grant after grant, competing for tenure, while diminishing real science and real scientists, pushing a reductionist science to destroy the scientific method. Like the blind men who never saw the whole elephant, but the parts, they delivered a dismembered view of reality. I observe Big Pharma use such reductionism, wasting billions year after year to fund research in test tubes, killing animals, and using the poor as guinea pigs for clinical testing to create products that even the FDA no longer allowed. Not only Big Pharma practice this reductionism, but also the elites of Big Vitamin, Big Green, and Big New Age, with gurus and yogis, empowered by Hollywood celebrities, selling one supplement after another based on a cherry-picked science. All that changed in 2003, when the Human Genome Project ended, revealing that humans have the same number of genes, about 20,000, as that of a worm, giving rise to a systems biology. We realized that one-size-fits-all medicine was a failure. We realized their medicines were killing us, making today's generation's lifespan shorter than any previous generation. Obesity, heart disease, deaths from adverse reaction to drugs, confusion on what diet, what supplements, and who to believe is what they have delivered you. They push natural and organic products for your beauty and wellness, while their real solution is their plastic surgeons and Botox. We've been sold out. It's time for real science, a system science that interconnects the parts to discover truth, to know what really works to get the health we need and deserve. This is why I created Cytosolve. Cytosolve is about truth, freedom, and health versus power, profit, and control. Cytosolve is a revolutionary technology integrating bioinformatics, computational biology, mathematical modeling, decentralization to reveal the truth. Cytosolve computes trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions to discover what actually works based on the actual science. No reductionism, no cherry picking. Cytosol's predictive modeling has been proven accurate time and time again, matching laboratory results. Cytosol discovers synergistic combinations of compounds to maximize health and reduce toxicity. For example, we know curcumin from turmeric and resveratrol from red grapes alleviate inflammation. But how much should we combine? Current methods are hand-waving at best. Here, with Cytosol, we first model the control condition with no curcumin and no resveratrol to simulate high inflammation with the cytokine level at 0.15 micromolar. Next, we add just 5 micromolars of curcumin. The inflammation drops to 0.05. Next, we use 5 micromolars of resveratrol and the inflammation drops from 0.15 to 0.06. But when we combine curcumin and resveratrol of 3 micromolars of curcumin and 2 micromolars of resveratrol, inflammation drops from 0.15 to 0.03, far lower, nearly 200% less than just one compound alone. That's the synergy principle of system science. We've all had enough of their fake and reductionist science. They think we'll simply keep buying their marketing, their celebrities, and their products that can never truly heal us. We don't need them. Great things come when we integrate the best of things. It's our time. It's time we delivered solutions for ourselves. It's time for truth, freedom, and health. It's time for Cytosolve. Welcome. All right, everyone. So that's Cytosolve. So now you get an understanding of the power of Cytosolve. And by the way, we want to encourage all of you, if you want to support research on any area, 
Um, you can do that. If you go to vashiva.com, you'll notice, and you scroll down, you'll notice we have uh, system solutions. One of them is the Cytosol Open Science Institute. And if you click on that, it'll take you to the Open Science Institute. You can support research here. And you notice one, one of the areas we're doing research on, which is what this research is coming out as in cardiovascular health. And you can contribute, contribute whatever you want. And when you contribute, you contribute a $1, nothing, whatever you want. But if you contribute 100 or more, you get all of these gifts. So go take advantage of that. So as I mentioned, one of the key things here is endothelial, endothelial function. So I want to talk about nitric oxide and heart health and why endothelial function matters, okay? So nitric oxide and heart health, why endothelial function matters. You're going to learn about nitric oxide. You're going to learn about how it relates to the heart. But more importantly, you're going to learn a very, very important aspect of science that you won't really get anywhere else um, on these videos where people are just saying, oh, kale's good, or this is good, or that's bad, whatever it is. But um, you need to understand what is endothelial function and why it matters. So let's just sort of dive right into it. So you understand that. Well, endothelial function, the research that I'm going to share with you is original research that I was involved with while well, it was at MIT and it was done with our collaborators at Harvard Medical School, Brigham and Women's and King's College London. So what I'm going to share with you is getting down to the why. OK, so you're going to uh, be able to share this with your family, friends. In fact, you can even educate your doctors. OK, so first of all, nitric oxide. What is nitric oxide? Nitric oxide is obviously a molecule, and it's a potent vasodilator. That means it opens up blood vessels, okay? And it's key to maintaining blood pressure in your body. And it's an anti-arthrogenic, okay? And it's generated, nitric oxide is generated, Very listen very carefully, it's generated when ENOS, endothelial nitric oxide synthase, we're going to go into this, which is a catalyst when it's so nitric oxide gets generated when this chemical catalyzes which means enables um the release of arginine okay so it's generated when enos cat catalyzes l-arginine which is an amino acid so in order for nitric oxide to get released you have to have enos which is a chemical your body should make you got to have arginine which comes from food and that's when nitric oxide um gets released. And another important element is when you exercise, when you exercise blood shear stress, that means blood flowing over the endothelial cells in a shearing manner. So if here's your endothelial, this would be a normal force. This is a shear force. So this shearing force triggers NO production. So let's sort of jump into that and look at this. Okay. So what you see here is here's one of those capillaries that I showed you in the vasculature. So let's zoom in a little bit. And when you, so here's one of your capillaries and it could be your arteries, right? Or your veins. And here is the inner part of it. Remember we talked about it, the tunica intima. And when blood flows, so you're exercising, that's what these arrows represent. And this blood flow creates what's called a shear stress, right? So here's your endothelial and blood's flowing over it. And when blood flows over it, over the endothelial cells, it causes a production of nitric oxide. Well, from a system standpoint, we want to understand how all of this occurs. So how does this occur? So you notice right here, as the blood flows, the blood shear stress itself, the flow of blood, 
activates ENOS. What is ENOS? It's endothelial nitric oxide synthase. So when you run and when you exercise, this chemical gets activated. Very important. That's why exercise is important. So this chemical's activation helps convert the arginine that's in your blood. You eat, you know, a piece of meat or you, you know, eat some other protein like moringai, which is a nice herb of, uh, uh, comes from a tree. You get a lot of arginine in your blood. And that arginine, when you exercise, releases the, I'm sorry, the, the blood, the shear stress releases um, enos, which helps convert the arginine to nitric oxide, okay? So you got to have, you're exercising, you have the arginine, and the arginine gets converted um, to produce nitric oxide, okay? NO production, which leads to vasodilation and the maintenance of blood pressure, okay? So you exercise, enos, endothelial nitric oxide synthase gets released, which converts the nitric oxide to the NO, and the NO does all this amazing benefits, which leads to vasodilation and the maintenance of blood pressure. Okay, uh, interesting side note, Big Pharma created Viagra. Guess what Viagra does? Viagra sort of short circuits and helps your body release nitric oxide, and you get vasodilation of certain organs, blood flow occurs into those organs, okay? Um, so this is why nitric oxide is important, okay? Very, very important. So let's go a little more deeper, okay? And sorry, I didn't share this with you. Uh, let's go a little more deeper. So again, we're seeing the shear stress, the activation of ENOS occurs, the arginine is converted to nitric oxide and you get vasodilation, all right? So you can just look at that diagram, all right? Someone said, I bought a nitric oxide supplement, not good. Bad feeling and swelling in my feet. Yeah, I would not because um, you got to be careful with these nitric oxide supplements, okay? Because the amount, it's all about dosaging because they could be short-circuiting some of these pathways. Exercise, which is what we're supposed to do as human beings or move, this is sort of the natural mode of how you release nitric oxide. You got to exercise, activity, and you got to have arginine, which comes from your diet, all right? Now, what happens? So our research using Cytosolve and with our collaborators at Harvard, MIT, and Brigham, we were actually able to put all the pieces together to actually understand at the molecular systems level, what happens when you exercise, what happens when that blood flow goes over your endothelial. So here's the surface of your artery or your vein or your or your capillary, and it has the endothelial. So that's one endothelial cell right there. When blood flows over it, that's your shear stress. And here's a little structure on your endothelial cell. This is one endothelial cell. Notice this structure. It looks like a Christmas tree. Everyone look at where I'm moving my cursor, okay? That's called the glycocalyx right here, okay? And the glycocalyx looks like a Christmas tree. When blood flows over, this structure shakes and it moves, and that, guess what, releases enos. That's his chemical. So the movement of blood moves the glycocalyx, and that is what releases enos, which is that very, very important chemical, which results. So notice here, blood flow over the endothelial moves glycocalyx, 
structure on the membrane, the mechanical forces in the glycocalyx in initiates. So the enos is used to convert the arginine through nitric oxide, okay? Very powerful. And there's a whole, all these chemical pathways. So the body is a very, very interesting machinery, okay? It, it, you exercise, you have the right food, and through these molecular machines, it converts, in this case, arginine mediated by enos to get you nitric oxide, all right? Now, how does all of that occur? Well, if you look at all the literature, okay, um, if you look at all the literature, like all those thousands of papers I talked about, you'll see all these little chemical pathways, little jigsaw puzzles of nitric oxide. Here's one pathway. Here's another pathway. Here's another pathway. Here's another. Now, imagine connecting all these dots. If you could do that, you would actually get a holistic understanding of nitric oxide release. Okay? Well, it's too complicated. So people weren't able to do it until cytosol came along. With cytosol, we're actually able to connect the dots, take all that knowledge that science has done without killing animals, mathematically compute those chemical reactions, put it all together as I shared in the video, and literally create a mathematical model of cytosol. So again, for all of you who have supported our research, we wanna thank you, but this is where we're able to do this research on kale, why we're able to do it, okay? And doing that, we're able to then predict how much, without killing animals, this is over time, how much nitric oxide will get released through its precursor, the protein or the mRNA that creates ENOS, okay? So just remember, this is a curve cytosol was predicting. Now, is this correct? Well, we actually did wet lab experiments at Harvard, and those orange lines are from Andrew Koo's work. So we're actually seeing the prediction of cytosol, and then we're actually able to see the validation. So our results, the black line matches the wet lab results. And same thing here. So this was published in one of the leading journals in the world showing that cytosol can be used to mathematically model very complex functions. Until this, people didn't believe it, okay? So that's what we did here. And I was one of the senior authors on it with some amazing people, Andrew Koo, David Nordlet, and others, uh, Guillermo Garcia and Forbes Dewey over at Harvard and MIT respectively. So now, now you got a deep understanding of the cardiovascular system at a vascular level and at the molecular level, okay? All right. Now we wanna look at kale. What is the science and truth? So now we understand the system. Now we're gonna look at the nutrient kale and we wanna understand the science and the truth of kale. That's what we wanna do. We wanna understand the science and the truth of kale so we can really piece this puzzle together. And the first way we're going to do that is we're going to, first of all, understand the nutrients in kale. And we're going to review the 21 key molecules in kale. Kale is a nutrient-dense food. But you hear that in a lot of these videos, but what does it have? What are those molecules? Okay, so because of Cytosolve and the work we do, we can give you a lot more detail rather than saying, believe us. Okay, that's one of the things we want to do. We don't want to teach people what to think. We want to teach people how to think. And, and how to think begins with really understanding the components that make up kale in this case, right? The components that make up a system. So kale is composed of, in this case, 21 molecules. Well, what are those molecules? Well, first of all, kale's got macronutrients. What are macronutrients? They're the, they're the by the way, kale is the most nutrient-dense food on the planet, okay? On the planet. 
So it's got fiber, 3.6 grams. It's got a lot of protein. Look at how much protein kale has, 4.28 grams per 100 grams. And nine essential and nine non-essential amino acids. And it has a lot of fat, okay? Relatively, okay? It's got fat, 0.93 grams. It's all relative, okay? So it's got a fiber, proteins, and fat. Now, it has a lot of micronutrients, carotenoids, the major source of carotenoids, okay? It's a major source. It's got vitamins, minerals. It's a major source of calcium and a lot of polyphenols, okay? So let's explore this. Remember I said it's got 21 molecules. Well, it's got five key carotenoids, beta carotene, lutein, zeaxanthin, uh, viola, viola axanthin, and neoxanthin, okay? So it's got... Uh, five of these very important carotenoids, which are good for eye health, skin health, all those things. Someone said, should I do kale organically? Of course, okay? Um, it also has five other key vitamins, vitamin K, vitamin B3, vitamin B6, vitamin B9, and vitamin C, okay? So it's got a lot of vitamin K, B3, B6, B9, and C. And it's a, and it's a great source of vitamin C here, okay? A major source. So five key vitamins, and we got five key minerals, calcium, potassium, phosphorus, zinc, 394 milligrams of zinc. It's quite a bit of zinc. And nitrites and nitrates, 250 milligrams, okay? So calcium, potassium, phosphorus, zinc, and nitrates, five key minerals. And kale's got six key bioflavonoids. That gives you the 21 molecules. Protocatechuic acid, P cumaric acid, synaptic acid, quercetin, campoferol, and rutin, okay? Six key bioflavonoids. So in summary, we want to think about kale as having, it's a nutrient-dense food with 21 key molecules. That's a big takeaway. So let's not uh, take this lightly. It's got quite a bit of um, uh, nutrition packed in there, and that's the main thing we want to think about. It's got in summary, it's got all of these 21 key molecules, okay? There you go. All right. Now, the next thing we want to consider is what are the particular molecules, what are the molecules, what are the nutrients in kale that are good for cardiovascular health? Yes, it's got 21 molecules, but what are the seven key molecules? There are seven key molecules to, again, to remember um, the key things that we want to look at in kale are, again, it's got these 21 molecules. What are the seven key molecules that are good for cardiovascular health? Well, here are the seven, okay? Lutein, zeaxanthin, vitamin C, rutin, quercetin, synaptic acid, and P-cumaric acid, okay? So there you go. So it's one of them is an important vitamin, and the six of them are those other uh, elements that we had here, which are coming from the carotenoids, okay? So you got the carotenoids here, one, two, three, four, five, six, right? Um, I'm sorry, let me, let me correct that, okay? So if we look back here, we have the, we have the lutein and the zeaxanthin, and the rutin, which are the carotenoids, but then we have the synaptic acid, the p and the quercetin 
I'm sorry, and the rutin, which are the bioflavonoids. So we have one, two, three, four bioflavonoids, two, two very important um, uh, carotenoids, and one vitamin. So these are the seven key molecules that are important for cardiovascular health. Four bioflavonoids, two carotenoids, and one vitamin, okay? So think about it. This is a synergistic combination, okay? So nature literally delivers these seven key molecules for cardiovascular health, all right? Very, very important to remember. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is what are the health benefits of kale? Broadly, what are the health benefits of kale and the eight biological effects? So we're going to talk about the health benefits of kale broadly, one of them being cardiovascular health, but what are the health benefits of kale and the eight biological effects? Well, here we go, okay? First of all, um, kale is very, very good for skin health. It's good for heart health. It's good for gut health. It's good for liver health. It's good for eye health, and it's good for immune health. Let me just uh, do one thing here, and I made a mistake here. So if you don't mind, I want to really, um, uh, I think actually, I think I'm fine. I'm sorry. I did this correctly. Sorry. I'm second guessing myself. So if you go um, look at this, we have these eight biological effects of kale, uh, but the systems that kale affects are six of them. Okay. There are six systems that kale affects skin health, good skin affects your heart, which we're going to discuss in detail, your gut health, immune health, eye health, and liver health. So you want to just look at that. So kale is a multi-systems food, multi-systems medicine, skin, liver, eyes, immune, gut, and heart health. Okay. Now, what are the eight biological effects? It's an antioxidant. At the biological um, level, it has an antioxidant effect on your body. It's anti-inflammatory. Okay. Gastroprotective. It's anti-cancerous, probiotic for your gut, anti-hypertensive, lowers hypertension, anti-diabetic, anti-arthrosclerotic, which means it breaks up plaque. All right. So those are the eight biological effects of kale. All right. Now, here's a big question. Remember, I said I wanted to discuss this. Is kale right for you? Okay. Remember, today's talk is kale and much, much more. So is kale right for you? Well, how do you know if kale is right for you? Well, one of the important things that I developed out of my research work is a tool called Your Body, Your System. All of you, if you want to sign up for it, you can go direct sign up for it for yourbodyyoursystem.com. But I'm going to show you a way you can get the tool actually for a much lower cost and also uh, get two in one, you can become part of the movement. But you can also learn, is kale right for you? Remember, from a system science standpoint, we're not into saying everything blanketly is right for everyone. It's about the right medicine for the right person at the right time. In traditional systems of medicine, that's what people taught. My research, um, when I finished my, my degree at MIT, I went back to India and I was able to interconnect biological systems research, engineering systems research with Eastern systems. And that resulted in me creating this tool called Your Body, Your System. And Your Body, Your System, our slogan is be happy, be you. And the quote I gave for the front page is that health begins with knowing the unique you. Your body is a unique system. 
that needs the right inputs for the right conditions. Use this tool to know the unique you on your journey to real health and to understand the principles of all systems. So this tool, not only can you understand how a particular ingredient affects your body for you, but you can use it as a way to understand the nature of all systems, okay? So I wanna encourage you to do that, but we're gonna see um, how you can use this tool to find out if kale is right for you, okay? So um, what you can do here, let me go back here. Oops, where am I here? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, so if you wanna understand if kale's right for you, let's go here. And quick background, every when you take our systems course, if you go to vashiva.com and you sign up for the truthfreedomandhealth.com, one of the things you're going to learn is everything in the universe is composed of three forces, the forces of transport, conversion, and storage. Movement, like digestive forces, conversion, and storage. I, I don't want to, um, you, you can go sign up for the course to do this, but in, in, in Indian science, the Indians view the body is composed or the world is composed, the universe is composed of vatha, pitta, and kapha. And what I discovered from my scientific research was from an engineering standpoint, the force of transport are the same as vatha, the force of conversion is the same as pitta, and the force of storage is the same as kapha. Anyway, this is how you can understand your body as a system. And if you were to map this out in a triangle, the top of it is transport. If this is zero, zero, this is transport. This is conversion and this is storage. So you can map your body using our system on this. So when you use the software, your body, your system, you answer a set of questions and it figures out what kind of body you are. The red dot can be in any different location. Everyone is unique, okay? So if you see the red dot is here, that's you. Don't worry, it does, if the red dot's in the center, it doesn't mean you're any better, but this just shows where you're at. And then you answer a different set of questions at a particular time, which let's say today, the black dot lets you know where your body is at today. Ideally, your black dot should be on the red dot, okay? And if that is the case, that means you're, you're in balance with you. And the Your Body, Your System tool helps you figure out how food, exercise, and activities can bring you back to your balance. It's really a way to teach you system science, okay? So you can go do that. Now, Your Body, Your System, we can use this tool to figure out how kale works. You see, kale affects the forces of transport, conversion, and storage. And this varies from person to person. I had my neighbor where I live, and I, his name is Alan, and I saw Alan out there. That's about a couple of years ago. And he said, I'm juicing kale, I'm juicing kale. I said, Alan, be careful because you don't want to take too much of a good thing because, you know, kale can affect your thyroid if you take too much of it. Well, anyway, a couple of years later, I found out that he went to this doctor and his doctor said that, you know, you're going to have to have your thyroid removed. And in fact, he had his thyroid removed. And it turned out it has nothing to do with any thyroid issues. He was just pounding away too much kale. Okay. So you got to be understanding. So our tool lets you figure out, at least gives you an understanding. So what you see here is kale increases the forces of transport. It stabilizes the forces of conversion, which is also known as pitta in the Indian system, or kapha, a storage, okay? But it will increase transport, okay? Like bowel movement, gas, bloating, when you have that, okay? So with your, your body, your system tool, for example, one of my friends took it and he found out his red dot was over here. And then he found out his black dot, which is where he is today, was over here, okay? 
So he already has a little bit of a destabilization going on at that moment in time. Now, using our tool, you can say, well, if I eat kale, what will it do to me? So you can go to the tool and add kale. And what kale does, it increases transport motion. So it's going to destabilize him further. Okay. So if you already have gas and bloating and you eat a lot of kale, it's going to destabilize you. All right. So the point is that your body, your system is a tool that you can use. And by the way, when you sign up as a Truth, Freedom, and Health Warrior, we, I, give, I give you a bunch of gifts, but your body, your system is included in it. So go sign up as a Truth, Freedom, and Health Warrior. You get this tool and you can use it to understand not only for kale, but many other things. What's the right food for you? Okay. So now, given that background, I also want to, I've talked about the great stuff of kale, how it can support um, your heart. But we also need to consider that kale, there are also some problems with kale. What are the problems with kale? And there are four issues to consider, okay? Yes, uh, Free Spare says too much of anything uh, is bad. It's about balance, exactly. So there are problems with kale and there are four issues to consider. What are those four issues, all right? Well, if you um, are prone to certain allergies, be aware that too much of kale can cause in certain people certain skin rashes hives okay not in everyone but be aware of that if you see skin rashes coming be aware of that the next thing is goiter thyroid okay um vegetables like kale brussels sprouts cauliflower very good for you but they're known as goitergens if you have hypothyroidism hypo where your thyroid's already sort of working slow and you eat lots of kale too much kale it's going to affect hypothyroidism by the way, one way you can do that is there are seaweed, sea vegetables uh, support your hypothyroidism. And I could do a whole video on that. But you need to understand that you can have goiter issues or thyroid issues, okay? So that's a second issue that you need to be aware of. Kidney stones and oxalates, okay? What are oxalates? The green vegetables like spinach, I have to be very careful because not with oxalates, but spinach has something called a solanine. I'll get inflammation my body type. But oxalic acid gets produced from these things called oxalates. And if you are prone to kidney stones, um, be careful, you know, with eating too many green vegetables. I'm not saying don't eat greens, but be aware. Okay. That's a, another issue. And the third is digestive bloating. If you're already prone to get bloating, some people go on these raw food diets and they eat too much kale and they get bloating. And then it's hard to frankly um, metabolize food. Okay. And people actually put on weight. Okay. So we have to be aware there are problems with kale and these are the four issues that you should consider. Okay. All right. So again, we want to give, so again, we want to take a systems approach here. Nothing is good or bad. It's all about the right medicine for the right person at the right time. All right. So now, I want to talk to you about MV25 because here's an example of a product which I have here, which we use Cytosolve. I'm going to take a quick break here because I want to get some water. And MV25 is a product where we really looked at all the bioflavonoids that were in nature, lots of them, and we modeled using Cytosolve the molecular pathways of pain and inflammation and discomfort. And we use Cytosolve to discover a very powerful combination of ingredients from natural 
nature source that allows us to discover something in a very scientific way. And let me just play this quick video on MV25. Millions of people suffer every day from painful discomfort and swelling, but most pain medications come with harsh side effects, and many alternative supplements have little scientific backing. That's why we at Cytosolve created MV25. MV25 was formulated using the Cytosolve Computational Systems Biology Platform, a technology for precision and personalized health invented by Dr. Shiva during his doctoral research at MIT. This formulation is the result of computing trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions derived from thousands of peer-reviewed scientific papers published across four decades by 68 research institutions to discover an optimal synergy of compounds that downregulate biomarkers of discomfort and normal swelling. Hi, I'm Barbara Ann. My hands would cramp up so that I couldn't hold cards or knit or crochet and they would go like that. Not have to use this when I played cards with my grandkids and I'd start taking that MV25. After a bit I was able to hold cards in my hand, very, very little cramping, hardly at all anymore. MV25. Hi, my name is Sandy. I'm a Taekwondo instructor. I tore my ACL during Taekwondo. I had a lot of pain and limited mobility. I've been taking the MV25 for about six months now. After the first week, I noticed a big difference. After the second week, almost literally no pain. My name is Jeremy and I suffer from a lower back problem. Hurt my back at work years ago and I can go to the chiropractor, do all kinds of different things and nothing seems to help. And I decided to try MV25. I didn't notice a difference immediately, but within a few days, the pain went away and it stayed away. I've continued to take it. And even when I do things that I shouldn't do, it seems to go away a lot quicker than it ever did before. MV25 is certified clean, 100% non-GMO, made in America and GMP certified for good manufacturing practices. MV25 is Cytosolve optimized which means that this formula has been engineered to maximize benefits while minimizing toxicity based on current research curated by Cytosolve. As the science advances, so will this formulation. This is our promise. Order online at mv25.life. Consult your doctor before taking any supplement or medication and use as directed. MV25. So what's very powerful about MV25 is here's an example where we use the technology, the same approach that we're using to share this knowledge with you to actually discover something. Um, and we've been helping a lot of companies do this, but we decided to use our mathematical models um, to actually discover something. And it's out there. If you go to um, VA Shiva, you can go to the shop and you can uh, get it right here. If you go to the shop up here and you can uh, find the product. And, or you can go to mv25.life, so uh, whichever way you want to do it. So, so now you have a, a deep understanding of the science of kale. You have a deep understanding of the science of the cardiovascular system. The truth, right? Science. Now, what's important to understand is that it is hard for everyday people to actually understand 
the science or the, the system's nature of the science because big pharma and the medical establishment, and it's in some ways the medical doctors are made victims of this, of the medical school training, which is so much controlled by big pharma, that there's an attack on freedom. Uh, most medical doctors aren't even, frankly, allowed to even talk about nutrition. And I want to share a couple of slides on that. So because the attack on freedom is because there's singular big pharma solutions and constraints on medical doctors. So what you'll see here is that the medical establishment narrative is a reductionist narrative, which means they do not take a systems approach, which is what uh, my goal is to motivate all of you to start taking a systems approach, whether it's understanding kale or any other thing in life. Okay. And this reductionist narrative is um, they don't have a holistic understanding about heart health. Everything is always centered around cholesterol, cholesterol, cholesterol. Okay. That's all you'll hear. It's all about cholesterol. And the emphasis always is on treatment, not prevention. And the reliance is always on statins or blood thinners or, you know, blood pressure medications. And there's no consistent guidelines on diet and exercise. In fact, there's no discussions on any alternatives. Okay. And you'll see that what you do get on TV is take Lipitor or take Entresto, take Eliquis, take this. Look, you have to talk to your doctor about this. But my point is that we 90% of the time we only hear this narrative okay and you can see why because this narrative is driven by in this case almost a 60 billion dollar industry okay these are the five or six top just the five top drugs here okay uh five top drugs have you know uh, generated about 60 billion so this is a thing that drives a narrative now on the when i said that the doctors themselves can't talk about it this paper came out in the National Library of Medicine saying a deficiency of nutrition education practice in cardiology. Study finds most cardiologists lack heart-healthy diet and up-to-date nutrition education. Cardiologists lack education willingness to discuss nutrition. That's in the Cardiovascular Business Journal. And in fact, Physicians Committee said cardio cardiologists neglect to refer patients to dietitians. An integrated practitioner says study finds most cardiologists lack heart-healthy diet and nutrition education. So this attack on freedom of real thought occurs at the medical school education level. And even the deliverer of this, of heart health is not able to talk really about nutrition. So um, that's why we have this attack on freedom. So I hope that gives you a background on what I mean, the attack on freedom. Now let's wrap up with the effects of kale on the health piece. We've talked about the truth. We've talked about the attack on freedom. Now let's finish up with health, okay? So what are we talking about here? How does kale affect the cardiovascular system, okay? And in order to understand this, we're going to look at three molecular systems, okay? So again, this part of our discussion is how kale affects the cardiovascular system. You're going to leave very shortly understanding why kale beneficially helps the cardiovascular system. And we're going to look at three molecular systems, three molecular systems, okay? So those molecular systems are known to affect antihypertensive effect, lowering you know, hypertension, um, anti-diabetic effect, and anti-arthrosclerotic effect, which means the plaque, okay? So let's look at that. How does it affect? Now, to review, in order to understand, remember there are those seven molecules, 
the two very important carotenoids, lutein and zeaxanthin. Then there's the four, right here, the four bioflavonoids and the one vitamin C. So these things work together to affect those three molecular systems. All right. So first look at, let's look at the nitrates, okay? And the nitrites, okay? So the nitrates from kale is converted to nitrite. So the nitrate here, and this is in one of those molecular systems, the antihypertensive system. The nitrate from kale is converted to nitrite by oral bacteria. So when you eat, you chew kale, it's very important to chew. This is why I wanna really emphasize this. If you do a lot of juicing, you know, they say eat your juice. Drinking it, you don't have the opportunity for your oral bacteria in your mouth to decompose it. So when the oral bacteria in your mouth interact with the kale, which has nitrates, it becomes nitrite. And the nitrite decomposes to nitric oxide, okay? And the nitric oxide activates this enzyme called soluble guan, uh, guanyl cyclase, SGC. And SGC converts GTP to CGMP. SGC converts C GTP to CGMP in the smooth muscles surrounding the blood vessels. Remember the arteries we talked about and, the, and which have those blood, the vessels, right? The smooth muscle cells and they lead to relaxation. And that's how you get the relaxation. So the nitrites, if you properly chew the kale and you let it swish around your mouth properly, right? And you chew it well, you get nitrate, nitrites, which then lead into smooth muscle relaxation, okay? So that's the first molecular system, the anti-hypertensive effect, which goes through the nitric oxide pathway. That's the first molecular system, okay? The second system is the anti-diabetic effect, okay? Second molecular system. So how does this happen? Remember, endothelial dysfunction is caused by oxidative stress induced by superoxide and hydrogen peroxide. So when you have superoxide and hydrogen peroxide, not good chemicals, in your endothelial cells, in your endothelial cells, so right here, if you have superoxide here and hydrogen peroxide, this screws up your endothelial. This leads to endothelial dysfunction, and that leads to diabetes, okay? That's not good. Now, what happens is, if you remember quercetin and the vitamin E from the kale, what these do is these promote these compounds, such as quercetin from kale. What they do is they upregulate, they upregulate NRF2, very good molecule. And NRF2 promotes these two antioxidant enzymes, superoxide dismutase and catalase. And these two are very powerful enzymes which block superoxide and block hydrogen peroxide. And similarly, the vitamin E goes blocks the superoxide. So it doesn't lead to endo. So it neutralizes these two not so good, right? Superoxide, hydrogen peroxide, ROS, reactive oxygen species. So it promotes the anti-diabetic effect because you dissuade endothelial dysfunction, okay? So there you go. So that's the second molecular system, the anti-diabetic effect through these pathways that, that we're hearing, okay? That we're seeing right here. And finally, the third molecular system is anti-arteriosclerotic effect, which means the formation of plaque. So this is how this works. LDL, which is the bad cholesterol, 
low density lipoprotein, bad cholesterol, that gets typically oxidized to OXLDL, okay? Due to oxidative stress, which comes from superoxide. So the superoxide, so whenever you have endothelial dysfunction, the superoxide, okay, causes LDL, the bad cholesterol, to become OXLDL. And this leads to arterial plaque formation. You don't want this. So guess what happens? To, to um, intervene in this molecular system, the lutein, the zeaxanthin, the vitamin C, the vitamin E, and the quercetin, all of these very important players come in and they block the superoxide. So the LDL doesn't get converted to OXLDL, so you don't get the plaque formation. There you go. And this, basically, these very important elements in kale, that's why kale's a very important food, blocks superoxide, so you're essentially deterring arterial plaque formation. So there you go. We've now covered three molecular systems that support the anti-diabetic, anti-hypertensive, anti-arthrosclerotic effect. So again, another very important piece of knowledge that you've gotten today, okay? Now, question is, everyone asks me, well, how much should I take? How much kale should I take, okay? So let's talk about that. How much kale should you take and what the current science says? So we're, again, using the cytosol process, we're really looking at the current science. Everything here, the problem with many of the videos on YouTube and other places, people just make claims. But here we want to educate you. So how much kale? What does the current science say? What does the current science say? Well, for heart health, which is the antihypertension piece, and I'm going to talk about a bunch of subsystems, but for heart health, 14 grams of kale powder daily. Okay, that's from Ide et al. 2016. 14 grams of kale powder. There you go. Okay. Not a lot. 14 grams. Kale for skin health. Okay. Skin health, the curly kale extract, which you, and that's, so if you, you can get the extract of kale, that's what they did in this research, Meineke, that gives you 1650 micrograms of carotenoids. Okay. Meineke et al. 2017. For eye health, and which is really related to age-related macular degeneration, about 15 milliliters of a beverage containing oleaginous extract of kale. That's what they used here. Arnold et al. 2013. So you have the different dosages. You can do your own research, but you can you can see 14 grams for antihypertension, right? Skin health, the curly kale extract, and the kale for eye health, the 50 milliliters of beverage containing oleaginous extract of kale. Now, these are the scientific studies that they did using particular components, all right? And then is another question we get is, is all kale good, right? So the question is, is all kale good? And the real question comes down to organic versus conventional. And I would be remiss if we didn't go over this, okay? Um, organic kale is preferred over conventionally grown kale. Now, conventionally grown kale may contain over 18 different pesticides that are linked to lung, liver, kidney, thyroid toxicity, and are carcinogenic. And we know that organic farming produces healthier produce free of these pesticides. So if you're going to choose kale and you have the ability, please get the organic versus conventional or explore what you need to do to really clean that kale up. There's many, many different things. I'll do a video on that 
if you want. So again, when it comes to all kale is good, my position is no. If I were you, I would get organic kale. All right. So finally, I also want to let you know that it is our movement uh, and Cytosolve was very instrumental in creating a clean, certified, and certified raw labels. And you'll see these on products if you go online. And this is why, and the certified clean label means that it is, the products are safe. They means that farm to table, how were they processed, minimally processed and bioavailability of nutrients. So uh, the clean and raw certified are even a much higher standard than organic because it's not just about organic. It's a number of constitutive things. So keep an eye on that. But um, it is our movement uh, for Truth, Freedom and Health and all the different things that we do created the clean, uh, raw certified um, and you'll see it out there. Okay. So let's wrap up today. We've had a long discussion. Summary. Um, kale has several health benefits, including cardiovascular health vision health, prostate health, immune health. We didn't talk about prostate, but that's one of the key things. Um, nitrates from kale promote NO production, which leads to vasorelaxation and lowers hypertension. Kale promotes upregulation of antioxidant enzymes and neutralizes reactive oxygen species, which mitigate diabetes, downregulate um, via endothelial dysfunction that causes caused by oxidative stress. Kale compounds prevent arteriosclerosis by downregulating oxidative stress that also causes plaque formation or hardening of the arteries. And finally, remember this kale may not be for everyone and, you know, or be aware that dosage matters, you know? Um, and we shared with you the Your Body, Your System tool, which comes through the Warrior program um, that everyone can use. So in closing, what I wanna encourage everyone to think about is, I've shared with you a systems approach to studying kale. We looked at the truth aspects, the science, the attack on freedom from big pharma and the health aspects. And this approach that I take is a whole systems approach, which I wanna educate all of you on. So if you support the work we do, support yourself. Don't do it for me. Go to vashiva.com slash join and become a truth, freedom and health warrior. Sign up for the Foundations of Systems course. And when you sign up for this course, you also can... At the same time, right now, go to vhshiva.com slash join and um, also order the book, System and Revolution Free. That'll teach you the foundations. It's absolutely free and you get the book for free. And the reason that it's important to understand all of this is that everything I've shared with you is about truth, freedom, and health. And I want to play a video which will hopefully inspire you on why you should become a member of this movement from this larger perspective of the system's perspective, health, truth, and freedom. And I'll come back shortly um, to um, uh, finish up with uh, giving you a couple of announcements. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you. Deep down inside them, that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. Mm-hmm. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid. 
studying revolutionary movements, left wing, right wing. There is a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media, we need leaders. But they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. Wow. We got to train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is, it has to be bottoms up. Working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're gonna follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're gonna follow, you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not gonna lead us to liberation, it's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game, and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own quote unquote people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to bashiva.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people. Two years of MIT control systems, I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it, anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I gotta build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute, and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaigns expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor, A, Shiva. 
vashiva.com so people can sign in they can get access to a bunch of videos if they want to take a course and become a truth freedom health leader i offer a full scholarship there but we want people to make a commitment that they'll study that they'll get certified that they'll go do activities on the ground so go to vashiva victory america shiva vashiva.com All right. I hope that is inspiring to people. And the last thing I wanted to end uh, with is that um, those of you who are interested, please come to an open house that I hold every Thursday at 11 a.m. and at 8 p.m. 11 a.m. and at 8 p.m. Encourage all of you to come. Um, you can sign up. It's absolutely there's no cost to it. We do it online. Go to vashiva.com slash orientation and you'll learn about our movement uh, for truth, freedom and health. The other piece I want to let you know is this weekend, uh, for all of our Truth, Freedom, and Health Warrior Scholars, our students, we're holding a summit, uh, and the summit is going to be on looking at alternatives, um, uh, or essentially uh, antiviral cocktails from nature. And this is at the heels of Pfizer putting out a synthetic set of chemicals, oral things for uh, antivirals, and we believe there's many things in nature, and we're going to talk about that. And given, you know, we have to be careful where we talk about stuff because of all the censorship on social media. So we're going to be doing it um, uh, on our own platform. So go to vashiva.com slash join and become a warrior scholar. It's one of the benefits you get. You get a lot of uh, additional education. So I hope you guys, if you can't uh, make it there, which I encourage all of you to come, um, come to the orientation, vashiva.com slash orientation. You'll meet some amazing people from all over the world. I actually run the orientations. I'm on it. We have two different sessions, so I hope you come. And uh, I hope everyone has a good weekend. As I close, um, I will just play a, a video that you can use to understand all the different, very important uh, features that are included in our movement, the platform that we've created. And it's really for you. So um, do this for yourself. And when you become a Truth, Freedom, and Health Warrior Scholar, you're supporting yourself, but you're also supporting all the content we create. Be well. Have a good evening. Hello, this is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Welcome to VA Shiva, the platform of education, technology, and activism, so you may raise your consciousness to win the truth, freedom, and health you need to create the future you deserve. The VA Shiva platform provides this truth, freedom, health warrior scholars the following three capabilities. Number one, an ultimate education that is based on the science of systems. Number two, technologies to empower you to take charge of your health, as well as social media tools, independent of big tech, so you can connect with other incredible truth, freedom, health warrior scholars equally dedicated like you to winning truth, freedom, and health. Three, instruments for activism so you become a beacon of light in your online and offline community to educate others' growth and advancement. VA Shiva provides you the foundations of the science of systems, the ultimate education. The science of systems provides you the missing fundamental scientific knowledge to understand every system in and around you. The science of systems will enable you to uncover the real problem and real solution in any situation and on any issue. Concerning the educational component, first you will receive direct access 
access to me to learn the science of systems in my three-hour live private online group class that I run every week. Second, you will have access to archived lectures so you can continue your education independent of me. Third, you can test your proficiency in learning the fundamental principles and get a formal certification for the foundations of systems. Independent of this classroom education, you will receive also four important books. The first book is the best-selling classic Systems and Revolution, from which you can learn all of these concepts and more. The second book is The Science of Everything, that will educate you on how the science of systems is the foundational knowledge of every system in the universe. The third book, Your Body, Your System, focuses on how to understand the interplay of these systems within your own body. And then the fourth book, Your System, Your Life, will help you apply these principles to other aspects of your life, such as running a business, understanding relationships, and more. Beyond the curriculum and books, the second capability is the technologies that you will be afforded. One of them is a powerful Your Body, Your System software, which is an online laboratory where you can use your body as a system to further deepen your understanding of the science of systems. The tool allows you to understand what kind of system you are. Is your system on course or is it off course? And how the inputs of food, supplements, herbs, activities such as sleep, yoga, meditation, exercise can affect your body to bring it back on course. Finally, to support your education, I've also included a seminal scientific paper that I wrote which will help you understand that the knowledge of systems it does not only originate in the modern world starting in the 1920s and 30s, but it actually dates back 10 to 20,000 years and intersects directly with the foundations of Eastern systems of medicine. In addition to this, you will also get two scientific papers sharing how the science of systems can also be used to apply to understanding how food is medicine. One paper exposes turmeric from the molecular systems level and how it affects your body. The other paper explores ginger and how that affects your body. That's just the educational piece. As you raise your consciousness through this education, you will likely want to connect with other Truth Freedom Health Warrior Scholars in an environment where you can connect and build community. To support that, I've also created two powerful social media tools. One of them is the VA Shiva Forum. Here you can start discussions, you can pose questions and meet others and have healthy debates. The other is VA Shiva Social, where you can create your own profile, your own presence, like other major social media tools. However, it is independent of big tech. You can use VA Shiva Social to interconnect with your fellow Truth Freedom Health Warrior scholars and build community. Beyond the education capability and the social media capability, the platform also enables you to take action by disseminating your knowledge on the ground and into your local online and offline communities. Powerful educational cards and research are included so you can pass these cards to your friends and neighbors that provide them summarized content which further directs them to online research and education. In addition to this, the activism component also provides you many, many short one-minute educational video content, memes and text, allowing you to quickly craft messages for your Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok and other pages so you can deliver content to educate others and drive them to longer educational posts on VA Shiva. VA Shiva is fundamentally an enabling platform for you to get the truth, freedom, and health you deserve through education, technology, and activism. I hope you become a truth, freedom, and health warrior scholar today. Thank you.